It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Southie filling in for WB, who is taking the week off, but I am here to replace him, sitting in the captain's chair, ready to bring you this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. We've got a jam-packed program for you this week. We've got a lot going on in the world of NASCAR. We'll have some uh, NASCAR news for you here in just a few moments, but uh, we have another star-studded lineup of guests joining us this week on Southern Reef Street Radio. In just moments, we'll be speaking with Dustin Bixby, and our home track is Atlanta Motor Speedway. There's going to be a lot going on in 2020 now that the track has opened up a little bit. Some events are going to be taking place. Also coming up on the program this weekend, we're going to be speaking with driver in the NASCAR Cup Series, Mr. Michael McDowell, will be joining us. And also from the ARCA Series, a winner this past weekend at Talladega Super Speedway in the ARCA Menard Series. Here from the Atlanta area, another driver from Georgia that is being successful in another NASCAR top-tier series in the arca menard series so we're going to be speaking with drew dollar driver for venturini motorsports and he'll be talking about his uh, win last weekend at talladega super speedway so another jam-packed program for you here on southern racer radio don't forget that you can follow the show on twitter get the latest in nascar news and short track news as well via our twitter page which you can follow at SRW Radio, and don't forget that the hosts of this radio broadcast, WB and yours truly, we are also on social media, and you can follow us on Twitter at WB Radio Network for our fearless leader, WB, and for yours truly, it's at Alfie underscore 19. We also have a Facebook page for the program, so you can check that out at facebook.com slash southernraceweek. And also don't forget about the podcast. That's right. We have a podcast version of the show. So if you want to rehear today's episode or rehear a previous week's episode, well, you can check it out on the Southern Race Week podcast, which is available every Monday following uh, the week this weekend's airing of the show. So once you hear this on your uh, station for where you listen to Southern Race Week Radio, it'll be available for you as a podcast this upcoming Monday on iTunes, Spotify, as well as SoundCloud. So we would appreciate it if you go there, like it, subscribe to it, leave a comment, uh, leave a rating. Let us know if you are enjoying the podcast as well. And don't forget, if you are a driver or an owner of a team and you would love to get some promotion here on Southern Race Week Radio, come on the program to do an interview. Well, we are open to that as well, especially those short track drivers and teams out there so if you'd like to come on the program and promote your program srwradio at yahoo.com is the email address to get that that information that is srwradio at yahoo.com so as i mentioned we have a jam-packed program coming up for you uh this weekend with uh, dustin bixby of atlanta Motor speedway nascar cup series driver michael mcdowell and also arca series uh, driver from atlanta drew dollar 
will be joining us as well. So sit back, relax, get ready to enjoy a great program here of uh, Southern Race Week Radio. I'm Kelly Stavis, pit reporter for NASCAR on NBC, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Hello, race fans. Welcome back to this edition of Southern Race Week. I, WB, a.k.a. William Barber, and Alfie, sitting high atop his pit box, uh, has got somebody on the old Food Depot Zoom line. Alfie. That's right. That's right, Mr. Barber. We are a pleasured and honored to have on the Food Depot Zoom line coming in from his home based in an undisclosed bunker somewhere in the United States of America as we continue to fight off COVID-19. Ladies and gentlemen, the driver of the number 34 Dockside Logistics Ford Mustang for Front Row Motorsports. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Michael McDowell. Quite the introduction right there. Hey, hey, when you're when you're a big deal guest, we give you a big deal introduction, sir. So exactly. just get just get used to it. That's right. That's awesome. Well, thank you for having me on, Michael. First and foremost, let's talk about how is it for you to get used to the constant and ever changing of the NASCAR schedule for 2020. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't even know what the schedule is. Um, <laughs> I mean, there was there was times during you know last two months where I'm like, where are we going? When Wednesday night, Thursday night, Sunday <laughs> night, you know, um, and now I feel like I have a good feel of where I know I'm going to Pocono this weekend. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have a double header, um, you have a double header weekend in Pocono. So don't forget yeah. you're racing Saturday and Sunday as well, buddy. So put that yeah. in your notes. Beyond that. I don't know, actually. I think we're going to India after that, but yeah, it's, uh, it's been crazy, and but it, I've enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed racing a couple times a, a week. Yeah, well, I, was about to, I was about to ask you that, about that, Michael, because with this new kind of COVID-19 situation, I think NASCAR is thinking, uh, doing a lot of experimentation because now you have the opportunity to do that because you're making up races, you're trying to do things uh, differently. Uh, we knew about this doubleheader weekend in Pocono. But I really enjoyed the midweek racing when you all did when you guys came back at Darlington, Charlotte. Um, you, you know, I know the Xfinity Series has done back-to-back races as well on the weekends. You guys are going to be doing uh, in Pocono doubleheader this weekend as well. How do you like racing on Sunday and then racing again on a Wednesday? You know, I've enjoyed it. I think it's probably really hard on the team and the crew is just because they got to get cars ready so fast, right? And the turnaround time so quick. From a driver's seat, it's pretty awesome. You know. You, Keep in mind, we don't have practice and qualifying where normally, you know, a weekend would be fly out Thursday, practice Friday, qualify, practice Saturday, race Sunday. So um, it would be hard to have those midweeks because you, you've already been there for three or four days. But when you show up and, and get it all done in one day, those Wednesday shows were a lot of fun. And, um, you know, you kind of get into a rhythm there too, you know, doing them back to back like that. So I enjoyed them, um, but like I said, it's hard on teams. I mean, there's there's a lot of preparation that goes into getting a race car ready, and so it's tough to do um, two races a week for them. Well, now with Front Row Motorsports, um, they they've always been the, the I, I hate to say this, but they've always been to me the mighty team that can win. Uh, how cool is it racing with Front Row Motorsports, knowing all of the the history of of, of, of great opportunities that they've given you you and other drivers to uh to have a, a great chance to win every week in and week out yeah it's been fun it's been a, a growing process you know i think that um 
you know, over the last, you know, three years for me, we've, we've made some steady gains um, every year. And this is the most competitive we've ever been and the, the fastest cars that we've had week in and week out. And so um, it's, it's been a really, you know, fun journey and process. And, and like you said, there's, there's those handful of races that we know we have a shot at winning. Um, but now it feels like, you know, we're more in contention every week than we've ever been. And so um, it, it's definitely made this, this whole year, um, just very rewarding to see just how far we've come in three years. Now, when I looked at the schedule and they released this year's schedule, one of the exciting things I saw was this upcoming weekend's race, Pocono, with a doubleheader weekend, you guys racing Saturday and Sunday as well. So when you saw that on the schedule and you were like, wow, we're going to be racing both Saturday and Sunday at Pocono, uh, how excited are you are for you to see how this weekend will shape up with having races on Saturday and on, and on a Sunday for you guys? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, You know, I feel like it's, uh, like you said, I think we've been forced into the experimentation, you know, with the situation. Uh, Pocono being planned, obviously, with the doubleheader, but um, now going into the doubleheader with no practice, no qualifying, that's that's different than how we anticipated it, right? So um, it's going to be, you know, a fun weekend, a good weekend. Um, And, you know, I like the fact that we can go to, one racetrack and do two races because if Saturday doesn't go well, you you have Sunday to do it again. And you, you know, the track and you know, the feel and you can make adjustments. Um, so I think that's a lot of fun. Well, I got to tell you, Michael, um, you probably don't remember this, but you've been on our show before and I, I expressed uh, my deep passion for your sponsor loves. I mean, I'm telling you, I just got back from Gulf Shores, Alabama, and I was so proud and so happy to see that there were two new loves added to the drive that I'd have to yeah. drive when I go down there. Um, you know, how, how cool is it? Because we have a, you know, we have a sponsor, Food Depot, that we've had a long, what, like 20-year relationship, Alfie? Long yeah, relationship right. with. You're going into, what, your eighth or ninth season with a, with a, with a sponsorship of loves? Uh, truck stop slash my gas station, my place to get hot dogs. How cool is it to have that continued? You can tell I eat there a lot, you know, but how cool is it to continue to have that relationship on the car with you and the car? Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, they've been such a great partner of the front row and, and we loves loves too. Um, and, and, you know, even right now, just, if you just think about, you know, the last few months, just, how important it's been to keep trucks on the road and, and keep America moving. And, and the truckers are frontliners. I mean, they are making sure that we all have supplies and food and water and while we're stuck in our houses and uh, making sure medical supplies and all the things that have to get uh, transported are done. And um, they're just a great family company that uh, are great to their employees and their customers. And it's, it's fun to be a part of an organization like that. Well, dude, I'll tell you, I go to, we have a loves on the exit on one of the exits that, uh, I go, I get off on to go to our stations and our affiliates in Macon, Georgia. And I go in there so much before COVID that when I walk in, typically if somebody walks into a loves, they say, Hey, welcome to loves, you know, that kind of thing. When I walk in, they say, Hey, WB from my heart, welcome to love. <laughs> <laughs> they know my name. I was like, Wow, I mean, I like that. Personal, personal. That's, awesome. personal. <laughs> That's right. Uh, speaking with Michael McDowell here on the Southern Street Radio, we got a little bit of left, uh, time left with you. So, 
but you guys did um, an amazing thing. And I think it caught a lot of people off guard was that you, the drivers, crew members, uh, people in the garage, you guys pushed the, the number 43 car from its position on, on the grid to the front. And you could see the emotion from Bubba Wallace's face when he got out of the car, how much that meant to him. And we kind of discussed this on before we went on the air, but I wanted to talk to you about it on the air because I wanted our listeners to kind of get the retrospective of how that event came to be. Well, was that a spontaneous thing? Was it planned? How did that moment come about? Yeah, so um, a little bit of both. Uh, we have a, a driver group chat, and um, that morning we were trying to figure out, you know, what we can do to just show our support to Bubba and the 43 team. And um, and Kevin Harvick, I think, and Jimmy came up with the idea the you know, before the national anthem and, and before the start of the race to – to push his car to the front. Um, so a little bit of both, it was planned and spontaneous, something that the drivers came up with. But um, what I think was really cool is as the drivers were, were pushing the car down, I didn't realize it at the time, but you know, you're just kind of facing forward. And when we got to the end of pit road, you look behind us and, and all the crews were there too. So as we were going, the crews were, were joining in. So uh, just a special moment to support Bubba and, and, you know, obviously we're all um, saddened by what happened and um, but we wanted to make sure that he knew that we got his back and uh, that there's a lot of love in the NASCAR community for him and um, and we are one family and so it's it's heartbreaking when you see something like that. It was amazing to see it because the social media world just blew up and everyone was so appreciative of what you guys did so I thought um, it was awesome. So as we wrap things up here, uh, Michael, if our listeners want to follow you on social media, and keep up with what's going on with you and your team uh, and with you individually as well. Where can they go to keep up with you? Yeah, so uh, uh, it's Mick Driver, MC underscore driver on Instagram and, and Twitter. Um, and then I got my, my fan page on Facebook as well, which is Mike McDowell. So, um, yeah, make sure you follow along. Hey, this is Jamie McMurray, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Hello, and welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie filling in for the WB this week as we continue to bring you this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you as we got a lot to uh, talk about here in the world of NASCAR and short track racing as well. But uh, we make it no, uh, no, no secret that we are based out of Atlanta. Our flagship station out of Atlanta is 640 WGST, your home for uh, Fox News. And uh, we are very excited to talk about the upcoming events that are going on here at our home track of Atlanta, which is down in Hampton, Georgia, and Atlanta Motor Speedway. And uh, we are very honored and privileged to have here on the uh, Food Depot food, uh, food line here, the hotline, as uh, we welcome in from Atlanta Motor Speedway, one of the many men in charge of making things happen there at the tracks. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Dustin Bigsby. Alfie, I appreciate you having me on. Um, always excited to talk to you guys and uh, everything that's going on here at the Speedway. Yeah, Mr. Bixby, uh, thank you so much for taking time to uh, join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. I know you guys have been extremely busy. You had a race weekend not too long ago and so many great things coming up at Atlanta Motor Speedway. I know this whole uh, COVID-19 situation has really put a damper on not just events that are and events going on at Atlanta Motor Speedway, but of course all around the world as well but as the state reopens and 
and things are trying to get back to somewhat uh, normality here. Uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway is doing their best to for our here our audience in the Atlanta area. I know we are syndicated along the southeast, but for our local base here in Atlanta, uh, AMS, uh, you guys not just do racing. A lot of people think of you guys as just a place where NASCAR is, but there's so many great things that you guys do uh, throughout the year. And now as you guys kind of get back to normality, you guys have some uh, great events that are coming up. And also, I want you to, before we talk about what's coming up, I really would love for you guys to touch on what you guys did at Atlanta Motor Speedway, uh, at Atlanta Motor Speedway over this past week by hosting uh, graduations for Henry County. So can you talk about that a little bit first, Dustin? Well, I think that's exactly, I think you hit the nail on the head just in terms of we, you know, we, we think of ourselves as a racing facility, but much more than that, we're, we're part of the community here in Atlanta and in the south side of the city. And one of the things was, you know, how can we help all these students that, you know, really didn't get a traditional graduation. And with all of our space along our front stretch, we felt that we could put on a, a graduation that would feel more like a traditional graduation and allow families and folks to attend in social distance and, and really spread out in our grandstands. Um, and so that's what we did this past week for the students of Henry County. So they've had the ability to cross the stage, feel like they've been able to graduate, and as well being a, a venue that's outside, you know, another outdoor venue so that, you know, w we hope that, you know, following the recommendations of the health and, and safety officials here in the county and in the state that, you know, being outside is one of those things that, that helps lower that transmission as well as wearing masks and all that other kind of stuff. So we just felt like we were a, a, a great opportunity to be able to do something good for the community, just like we did when, you know, things first got started and, and we were doing food drives trying to help out those folks that were in a pinch. And so we just continue to try to do things to, to give back to the community, done a couple of blood drives as well here at the Speedway. So you know, just like you said, Alfie, racing is really what's in our blood. But, you know, we, we really try to be a part of this community and things like that really show that. And a kudos to you and Brandon Hutchinson. Like you said, you guys are a part of that community there in the Henry County area. And it was just amazing what you guys did to uh, provide for the local uh, community, helping out, as you mentioned, with the food drive. Uh, and you also did, the, the, as we mentioned, the uh, graduation ceremony. So kudos to you guys for all that you do at Atlanta Motor Speedway. But uh, now that the state has reopened and events are going to be uh, coming back here soon, AMS, it's definitely got a lot of great events coming up. I know you've rescheduled for some uh, some events that uh, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are going to be interested to know about. So real quickly, uh, Dustin, could you mention to our listeners and uh, what some of the events are going to be coming up at Atlanta Motor Speedway that they might want to mark down on their calendars? Yeah, I mean, we've, uh, like you said, things are starting to reopen, but we're, we're continuing to look and try to figure out how to keep everybody safe. And that, that includes our participants, our competitors, our fans, and try to do what's in the best interest of everybody to, to try to keep everybody safe and socially distant and, you know, follow those guidelines from the health and safety officials. So while we've got some things getting back on the calendar, we're still evaluating and monitoring, trying to see how this is going to play out and, and just try to keep everybody as safe as we can. And so, you know, one of the things that we, we announced a couple of weeks ago was the return of our summit racing equipment, Atlanta Motorama um, in October. So we're hoping by that point, you know, we'll, we'll have a little bit more understanding of how this thing is working and, what kind of protocols and safety we need to do. But, you know, we've heard from a lot of our car show folks that, man, we, we want to come out and be able to show our cars off and park and, and do all that kind of stuff. And there's still a way to do that and, and be safe. And that's, those are some of the things that we're exploring. And then earlier this week, we announced um, the return of Thursday Thunder, a very abbreviated season. It'll run just basically in the month of July for a couple of weeks. We won't open the grandstands um, just out of an abundance of caution. Um, and we'll focus really on trying to keep those competitors socially distant and safe. But anybody who's looking to watch some of that racing action, we'll stream all of it on our Facebook page through Facebook Live. So we'll give our fans an opportunity to be able to catch what's going on out here at the Thunder Ring and 
try to keep those competitors as safe as we can and keep them socially distant. And, you know, we keep continuing to look and try to evaluate how we can get our, our Riley Auto Parts Friday Night Drags back on the track. One of our, our grassroots racing series, the, the drag racing series, it really is more of a social event, in our opinion, than, than strictly a racing event. And so that one's providing us some challenges of how we provide some of that social distancing, um, knowing that, that we've had huge crowds at that event and how do we social socially distance, distance at that and still provide those competitors an opportunity. And, and Alfie, I know I'm sure you've seen it when you've been out here at our, our Friday Night Drags event just the amount of fun camaraderie that you have with everybody that's out here. I think that's where we're, you know, we're really just trying to figure out how we can accomplish that in a safe environment. And if we can for this year, so really just, just trying to do what we can to provide folks some kind of escape from the the current reality that everybody's in, but, but do it in a safe manner. And one of those things that we've done to try to provide that escape is, is we put on a drive the track event uh, two Fridays ago and, really had a great response from the community. So we're working to try to, to get one back on our calendar um, more than likely in the month of July and, you know, see if we can do that again. It really just gave folks an opportunity to come out. Something we're asked all the time is how can we turn some laps at Atlanta Motor Speedway? And this gave folks that opportunity to just come out, cruise around the speedway and, and have a whole bunch of fun. So you can check our website, atlantamotorspeedway.com and get all the details on um, another drive the track event when we get that announced and kicked off in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I saw the social media. A lot of people really enjoyed uh, that uh, drive there at the track. I mean, it's you don't realize how um, how steep those banks are and how crazy that track is until you get your car out there and uh, and take a few laps around the track. Uh, you, you think it's uh, you know it's you know for the you think it's just easy for the drivers to do it. Just just doing it in a regular car at just regular speed is is quite a treat. So we're hopefully uh, we're looking forward to that event. Uh, coming up. So, uh, Dustin, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Degraded. Let us know what's going on there at the Land Motor Speedway. Once again, let's let's give out the website and also let's mention the social media handles as well for uh, people who want to follow what's going on at Land Motor Speedway. Sure. I think the best way to get information is on our website, AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com. And like you said, social media handles. You can follow us on Twitter at AMS Updates or on Facebook. Um, ATL Motor Speedway is our uh, Facebook page. All right. Well, Dustin Bixby from the Atlanta Motor Speedway. Hey, this is Dennis Bickmeyer, president of Richmond International Raceway, and you are listening to Southern Raceway. Hello, and welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Raceway Radio along the far-flung Southern Raceway Radio Network. It's Alfie bringing you yet again another brand-new week's edition of Southern Raceway Radio as the series will be moving for a doubleheader in uh, the Pocono Saturday and Sunday racing for the Cup Series. Of course, uh, all the series were in action this past weekend in Talladega, including the ARCA series. It's been a while since we've seen the ARCA cars out there on the track, but they are out there at Talladega racing around there on that super speedway. And a local boy done good, a 19-year-old out of Atlanta, came away with the victory in the General Tire 200 ARCA Menard Series a race at Talladega Super Speedway. Driver of the number 15 Lynx Capital Dollar Concrete Machine for Venturini Motorsports. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Drew Dollar. Mr. Dollar, uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to uh, join us this week on uh, Southern Race Week Radio as you are a uh, victory, a champion in the Arca Series as you were victorious this past weekend at Talladega. So thank you so much for uh, joining us this week. Yes, sir. Thank you 
As I mentioned in the open, local boy done good. You're also another great Georgia driver. Not only a, a Georgia driver, but also a graduate of the Thursday Thunder Series at Atlanta Motor Speedway, which is set to be kicking off here in just a matter of weeks at uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway. So congratulations on the uh, Talladega win. But before we talk about that in your career, maybe for some of our listeners who might not know a lot about you, introduce us to yourself. So as you mentioned before we went on the air, uh, you were born inside the perimeter. You were in the Atlanta area growing up and raised. So tell us a bit about your upbringing here in Atlanta and how you got into racing. Yeah, from Atlanta, went to school in Atlanta. Uh, but got into racing probably when I was about 15, 16 years old. I finally got in a legend car when I was 16 years old down at Atlanta Motor Speedway and ran there for two years and kind of ran all over in those legend cars. But uh, didn't really grow up in a racing family, and it was just something I kind of picked up on my own and eventually was able to get into so let me get this straight. You started racing in Thursday Thunder at 16. Was the first time you got inside an actual race car or any kind of racing yes, sir. equipment? Well, yeah, I ran I ran a few months of the Bandolera cars when I was like around 15, but once I was 16, that's when I really started running the legend cars. But now you're 19 years old, correct? So you've been doing this for about four years or yes, so. Sir. So I got to tell you something. We know a lot of drivers usually start at a very early age. And, and especially when you're 19 years old and you're in the ARCA series, we would be expecting you to start racing when you were four or five years old. So you're telling me you're able to advance yourself to the ARCA Menard series after just four years of, of racing. So, I mean, that's absolutely amazing. Did it come simple for you? or I mean, tell me about that process of just getting into a car at 15 and now here you are, 19 years of age, a winner in the ARCA Menard series. Well, yeah, I think uh, everything I've been in, I've been able to move through pretty quickly just because of my age, really. Uh, you know, it's allowed me to take the next step. I haven't really been restricted by the age at all. So, uh, so I guess after the two years of Legends, I had, a, I had a pretty successful year in the Legend cars, and we decided it was time to hop in the late models. And, uh, and you know, last year we hopped in late models, ran some of the ARCA stuff, and ran some of the NASCAR K&NE stuff at the time. And that's just kind of all that together is what prepared me this year to be able to run with Venturini Motorsports and, and drive their fast Camrys uh, on the, in the Arca Series. Speaking with Drew Dollar here on a Southern Race Week Radio, we're talking about his victory here at uh, Tadalega this past weekend. Now, Venturini Motorsports, in the name of motorsports, that is a big name. A lot of quality drivers have driven for that racing program. So tell me what it was like to get that call or how was it that you got this relationship with Venturini Motorsports to the point that they signed you to come drive for them. Yeah, I think uh, it kind of got to the point of the year where we were starting to look around for some teams. Uh, wasn't sure where we were going to do and weren't quite sure, um, you know, what series we were going to run. It was kind of kind of planning on looking at the ARCA series full time, but just wasn't sure the right place to run it. And uh, talked with a few different teams and, uh, you know, obviously Venturini reached out and we talked with them. I uh, was trying to be smart about it, but it's hard not to get overexcited when you have a, you know, a caliber team like Venturini reach out. So, um, you know, ended up obviously putting that deal together, but it was my best opportunity to uh, run with a good team this year. And, and they won the championship the year before, and they've been dominant in the series. So it was by far my best option, and, and I'm uh, super, super proud to be there. Now, let's talk about Talladega this past weekend in the ARCA Series. You guys got out there. You took the checker flag home. Um, tell me about that win for you. What was going through your mind as you 
across the uh, start-finish line, and that checker flag is waving in the air, and there you are, a winner in the Arkham and Art Series. Yeah, it was uh, a little bit of a relief just to get it crossed off the list that early <laughs> in the year. Uh, you know, when you're with a team like Venturini, you're expected to win, and I expect myself to win. Um, so it's nice to go ahead and get one on a restricted play track, one that you're not uh, – you definitely don't bank on, on getting a win at one of those tracks. So it's nice to go ahead and, and get one knocked off, and then now I can just work on the others. But, um, but yeah, I think just, just crossing the line at the end was just uh, – important to me for sure to be able to like i said get that first win checked off the list and and also uh you know just just to uh go ahead and get that for the team because it had been a long time long off season is what it felt like um with all the corona stuff going on so we hadn't been in the track for a while so it was just good to be able to come back and and win that next race for good training now you're 19 years old you still got uh, a lot of years ahead of you what what's the what's the mission for you what's the goal drew like where, where ultimately do you want to end up yeah uh one race at a time for me that's mm-hmm. that's how i look at everything obviously uh this year it's the arca championship and we'll see what happens for next year but uh i like to just kind of go week to week and race to race so you know right now i'm 100 percent set on pocono and then after pocono it'll be getting ready for indy so uh that's 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 my mentality and that's how i look at things and and if you're winning races everything's going to work out now drew if our listeners want to keep up with you on social media follow your career follow what's going on with you where can they go to keep up with you uh twitter instagram i'm on both of them at uh drew dollar this is sean langdon driver of the dhl top field dragster and you're listening to southern race week hello and welcome back to this week's edition of southern race week radio on the far flung southern race week radio network it's southie thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. And thanks to our great guests for uh, coming on the program this week. Thanks to Dustin Bixby of Atlanta Motor Speedway for coming on the program. Also NASCAR Cup Series driver for Front Row Motorsports, Michael McDowell. Thank him so much. And also a local driver here from the Atlanta, Georgia area who was a winner at the ARCA race last weekend at Talladega Super Speedway, Drew Dollar. So thank you so much for all our great guests for joining us on the show this week. Now, next week, for sure, we will have Winston Kelly, the main man in charge over at the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and we are going to be discussing the Hall of Fame class for 2021 that was uh, revealed back a few weeks ago. So we'll be speaking with Winston Kelly next week of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and we'll talk about the uh, NASCAR Hall of Fame class of 2021. And that's going to do it for this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. And don't forget about the podcast, which will be available every Monday on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Just go to those respective sites or those respective apps on your phone. Go to the search, type in Southern Race Week, find us, subscribe to us, leave a rating, leave a comment. We really hope that you uh, enjoy the uh, podcast we are doing here for Southern Race Week Radio. Don't forget about our social media. You can follow the show at SRW Radio or check out our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. And uh, hopefully you have yourself an enjoyable, relaxing weekend. Don't forget a doubleheader weekend in Pocono, Cup Series driving Saturday and Sunday afternoon on Fox, FS1, and the Motor Racing Network. So get ready for an exciting weekend of racing. Take care of yourselves, and we'll talk to you again next week on Southern Race Week Radio along the far flung on the Race Week Radio Network. Won't give you the